Once again, welcome. So great to have all of you here on a beautiful, uh, as it should be, sunshiny Easter day, resurrection day. Well, in just a few moments, we have some people who have placed their faith in Jesus who are going to come and be baptized. Now, we do this fairly frequently here at Calvary Church. Uh, Why is that? I want to talk about that. What is it more than just getting a few people really wet? (laughs) Okay. What's the purpose? Well, the idea goes all the way back to Jesus himself. Jesus felt very, very, very strong about water baptism. So strong, in fact, that he would not even begin his own ministry until he had been baptized in water. That's how important it was to him. And so we can just get a little visual of what that day was like, what water baptism was like. Uh, Would you take a look at the screen for just a moment? doing is right. Baptize me. John the Baptist at first refused. He said, Lord, I'm not worthy to baptize you. You should be baptizing me. But Jesus said, no, no, John. It's absolutely important that you baptize me here and now today. So why did Jesus feel so strong about that? Well, Jesus was a great teacher. And great teachers like to find memorable ways to make really important things stick, really important things able to be understood They're like illustrations, ways to picture things. And the reason Jesus chose getting baptized as the way that he would first announce himself as the Savior of the world is because it was a very simple, memorable, but very powerful way to illustrate who he was and exactly what his mission was, what he came to do. When Jesus was lowered into the water by John, It was a visual aid picture 
that he would someday be buried. He would someday die and be buried. That he came to die for a very specific reason. He came to die so that he could take the blame, the full blame and weight of every person's sin and guilt who has ever lived on this earth. Any human being who has ever sinned, and you know what? That's a pretty large number. (laughs) In fact, it includes every single one of us. We're all in the same boat. We've all fallen short of God's glory. We've all made those miscalculated moral choices in life. And because God is such a holy God, sinless God, that separates us from him. Though he loves us, the relationship's broken. It's like a divorce with God. Jesus came to restore that. And the only solution was that someone as sinless as the Heavenly Father, and that's who the Eternal Son is, he was perfectly sinless. He came, took on humanity, lived his life in the same broken world that you and I do, yet without sin, so that he could go to the cross and die. But we know that when Jesus died for our sins, he didn't stay buried in that tomb. And we know, and and so that was illustrated when Jesus was baptized. When he rose up out of that water, that was a picture that three years later, following his death on the third day, early in the morning before dawn, just before dawn, he would rise from the dead, demonstrating that he had totally conquered death. And everything in this world that is associated with death and destruction and damage and sorrow, in fact, Jesus demonstrated that day that he's greater than the power of all sorrow, all grief, the wounds of betrayal, the wounds of abuse, loneliness, brokenness, bitterness, hatred, anything that can strike us down as one of life's blows. Jesus conquered it all to give us hope and healing in the middle of it all. And on top of it, underlying it all, he conquered that power of sin and evil. That separates us from God. Because after dying, as I said, Jesus rose from the dead just as he promised he would. So really what is illustrated in baptism is the most wonderful thing. Jesus came, and by his death and resurrection, he has given the world and every person in it the opportunity for a second chance, the opportunity for a brand new birth a brand new life, a brand new beginning, a brand new future. That's, that's why he put such emphasis upon that. But you know, Jesus not only insisted on himself being baptized, but he equally strongly insisted that every person who places faith in him and, be, and receives him also be baptized. So, Baptism is not a suggestion from Jesus. Baptism is a command that comes from Jesus to everyone who's decided to be one of his followers. Here here are his last words. Standing with that small circle of believers, he said this, all authority is given to me in heaven and on earth. Go to all the nations, making disciples, leading them to know me, and then baptize them. And then teach them, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and then teach them everything that I have commanded you. So why did, he, why did he call upon his followers to be baptized? Why are we doing this here today? Well, there's two reasons for that. Number one, 
It is the first and primary way that a person who has decided to trust in Jesus for the forgiveness of their sins to be his follower, that's how they, first of all, announce their decision to be his follower to the entire world, to their friends, to the church family, to everybody. It's their public declaration. I'm, I'm taking a stand today in front of the world, and I want the world to know it, that Jesus Christ from this day forward is the center of all my life, of all my hopes, my life, my dream, my, my life here and my life in eternity. That's, what, that's the first reason. That's what's happening here as these people take this step of water baptism today. And the second reason is this. Getting baptized for a follower of Christ is also a picture of death and resurrection. Not, this time it's the death and resurrection that it happens inside a person after they put their faith in Christ. And this is the miraculous thing that takes place. I said a moment ago that Jesus taught us that our sins separate us from God, separate us from the life of God and the reality of God. Our sins make us dead to God, not even aware of him. Or maybe if we have some awareness of God, he's some God that's sort of maybe way out there somewhere, but we have to put a maybe after it because maybe he's not out there. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. That's about all the reality we have in the, because of the deadness of our hearts toward God. That's why Jesus came into the world, to deal with that deadness. And so when a person receives Christ, what happens is that very moment of faith Jesus Christ pours his own divine life into that dead space deep down inside. And that, and, and, and you, and that person experiences an internal resurrection. Jesus said it this way in John chapter 5. He says, I tell you the truth. Those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life. They will never be condemned for their sins. Let me add there. The person that trusts Christ will never be condemned for their sins or judged for their sins because Jesus allowed all that judgment to be poured out upon him in our place. So you'll never be judged for sins, but instead, something else happens. That person has already, by faith, passed from death into life. And that's not just a that's just not God's presence the rest of our days here. But that's a life that lasts unendingly forever. And it's not just going to heaven and playing a harp or floating around on a cloud. I know the cartoons. I, I've seen the cartoons too. That, that is, that's, man, that's a, I don't want to do that myself. Uh, I, I play a trumpet. You know, so, okay. But, uh, I don't think they'll let me play it though. Uh, Pastor uh, Randy won't let me play it, so anyway, <laughs> I'm getting way off track. But the point is, heaven is simply, a, heaven is uh, a place that allows our creativity, our, our human fullness to continue to develop and grow for all of eternity. Our creativity, who we are as an individual, just to become in greater, con, greater flourishing and greater beauty. Uh, that's what it's all about. But, it's, but it's, Jesus said it can start right here, today. It can start now. It does start the moment a person puts faith in Christ. The flourishing in your heart that comes out of that new internal resurrection, 
That is a flourishing that begins now, and it's going to continue for eternity. What if someone came up to you and, and offered you the, the opportunity of a lifetime? What would that be for you? Would it be going to Hawaii? How many hands? Okay, all right. Uh, would it be skiing on the Alps? Would it be um, uh, getting front row tickets when the Cubs beat the Sox in the World Series? <laughs> now, all right. I, I'm sorry. I, Jill tells me I put too many of those Cubs things into my messages, but I can't help it. Anyway, but the opportunity of a lifetime. What if, okay, what Jesus has offered you and me, the opportunity of an eternity here and there. So how do, we, how do we experience this? Those that are taking this step today, they have experienced this internal resurrection. That's why they're doing this. But maybe you're here today, and you're hearing me talk about this, this kind of close encounter with God. And that's, you, you feel like, I've never experienced that before. I, I, that's not a part of my life. I don't even quite understand that exactly. Or maybe you're not sure if you have ever experienced that. I just want you to know that the offer is extended to you this morning, right here in this room, right now where you sit. Because when Jesus said on the cross, it's finished, everything he needed to do for you to come to him, and have all that guilt and sin lifted off, and then his coming in to begin to heal the wounds of your life. He's already done his part. What is our part? Our part is to say yes to him, and and then come to him and say, Lord, I believe that you died on that cross for my sins so that I could be forgiven of my sins. I ask you to forgive me. I come to you. Enter into my life. Be my God for the rest of my days on into eternity. Surrender your life to him. Now, if you're here this morning and you've never made that decision, but as you sit where you're seated, you, make, you sincerely make that decision right now today. If you're doing that, then in a few moments when we get ready to do some baptizing, if you've sincerely received Christ into your life, I brought a couple extra towels. And if that's you, maybe you or maybe you're here and you're already a follower of Christ and you've been hearing these announcements about water baptism, but you've sort of, for whatever reason, just sort of kicked the can down the road. Well, it's really an important step. It's really important. And it, it does something to solidify and sort of cement. There's something about the public testimony that just sort of solidifies it in the heart. So take that step. Be bold. Take that step, and there's a great blessing in it. Now, if you're here this morning, and you're searching out the whole God thing, and you have questions maybe about Christianity, maybe you have some skepticism and doubts about all these things, you know, I would just throw out a, a challenge for you to consider. There have been a lot of people who have come to Christ with their doubts, their skepticism, and their questions. They've come to faith with all those questions. And you know what? If there's anybody who will be honest with you and respect your honest questions, it's God. God isn't afraid of your questions. So here's the challenge I would offer you. Here it is. It's the 
Come to Christ with your doubts challenge. When you do that, see if God doesn't show himself to you in some way, through some person in some way, begin to reveal himself to you and, and that he is there. He's real. There's no one more qualified to help you with your questions if he's really there than Jesus Christ. And I think you'll discover that he really is there. Bring your questions to him. Now, we have an opportunity here this morning to go into this celebration. I think it's the greatest moment of celebration that we have in the course of a year. Uh, in fact, we do this several times in the year. To witness uh, the, this uh, profession of faith that several are going to make before us today by being baptized in water. And uh, so uh, that's what we're going to do right now over these next few moments. And I think that our children should be in the lobby. If they're not, get them up here as quickly as they can because they're all a part of this whole thing. In fact, we have a couple of children that are going to... uh, lead the way here this morning. At least that's the plan. (laughs) So let me, I'm going to take my watch off (laughs) and my jacket. Well, um, I could sing a solo right now. So. Um, are they on their way, guys? Or I can change the order. Oh, okay, all right. Here they come in a moment. This is one of these awkward moments. They never, you know, when you're in seminary, they never train you about what you're supposed to do in these awkward moments. Um, how about this? <laughs> are, they, are they really coming? What's that? Oh, okay. All right. You know what? Why don't we, uh, I know the kids want to be here to witness this. It's always a big part of the celebration, so... Um, All right, they're on the way. Here they come. Let's give them a big round of applause. Hey, Spence, you want to help them get up on the stage here?
Okay, uh, I'm going to turn this over to Pastor Alexis, our children's pastor right now, and we have a couple of our kids that are taking this step today. Jesus. So a few of our kids are getting baptized first. So we are going to start off with Stephanie. Stephanie, come on in. You're going to walk in this way. It's warm. Oh, it's warm. oh yeah, take off your shoes. Are you excited? Yes. I am too. Okay, let's look at all these people. Stephanie, why are you getting baptized today? Because I love Jesus. That's awesome. And um, who would you like to thank for helping you discover God and learn more about him? Pastor Alexis. Oh, come on. I don't want to be in your way here, so... like to thank for helping you discover and learn more about God? Pastor Alexis and my dad. Dude, that's awesome! <laughs> All right. All right. Well, you guys have a front row seat, literally. Um, All right. Uh, 
Uh, we have uh, Lana, who is going to be baptized. So I'm going to ask Lana if you would come. Wherever Lana's at, here she comes. Lana, come over here. And Lana's going to share just briefly um, how she came to Christ, a little bit of her story. Hold that up nice and close. <laughs> well, I'm going to read this because <laughs> otherwise I won't get it off. Well, I was raised in a Christian home, and I was baptized at the age of 12. Um, but during college, I had some Christian leaders that greatly disappointed me, and they acted in ways that were against what I was taught. They showed prejudice and judgment, and the new scripture out of context to back their agendas. After 20 years of anger towards the church, Christians, and eventually God himself, I found my life out of control. Depression and anxiety was controlling me and causing me to have a snowball effect of bad decisions. I came here to get mental, physical, and emotional, spiritual help that I needed at Timberline Knowles. Through my treatment team, I have found new hope. Last Saturday, a week ago, I rededicated my life to God. And through him, I have found a new life. I will be heading back home this week, and I wanted to start with confirming that God is the foundation of my healthy life, and through him, I can be completely whole. Amen. 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 Watch your step. There you go. You sit down right there. Hold one hand on your nose and the other your wrist, okay? Lana, it is a joy, based upon your profession of faith in Jesus Christ, to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, I, I know a couple others from uh, TK are going to come and be baptized. So one of you want to come right now? All right. Come on up. <laughs> Lori. Okay, Lori. You want to share something, Lori, or go right ahead? Um, just from years of anger over abuse and neglect and trying my best to follow God and Jesus. I just know that he's filling my heart and feeling all the emptiness and anger inside of me right now. And I'm wholeheartedly prepared to follow him. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Great testimony. And Lori, uh, again, it's just a great privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise God for that. Who's next? I had heard there was a number three, so, okay, oh, okay, all right. I was going to 
You weren't? Okay, well, come on up. What's your name? Claire. Okay, Claire. Uh, have you received Jesus Christ into your life, Claire? Amen. Amen. You want Anything you want to share? Yeah. Um, I was brought up in a Catholic church. Um, I totally believe in God. And um, uh, as I got older, I went to other um, Christian churches with my cousins and things like that. And um, I just always felt a lot of guilt. I felt like I, could, I didn't deserve to have God's trust. And um, I, I feel like I'm ready to receive that now. So, um, yeah. Amen. 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 Hold your nose with one hand and put your hand on your wrist there. Thank you. Claire, um, it's just a, a joy to baptize you based upon your profession of faith in Jesus Christ as your Savior, to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. As I said a little bit earlier, we do have a couple more towels up here. If there's anyone here who today you, you have sincerely and, and with understanding uh, invited Jesus Christ into your life, received him as your Savior, understood that he died on the cross for your sins, uh, and uh, have made that prayer, that decision. And if you're here today uh, and you would like to seal that, settle that, testify to that, uh, we'll, take, we'll certainly take the moments to do it. All right. Say it again. Tay. Okay, Tay. All right. So it is warm, isn't it? Tay, so you you've received Jesus into your life, Tay? I have, but for a long time I've suffered with depression and anxiety. Okay. All right. Praise God. Good. Sure. Sure thing. I don't know if you all heard that, but Tay was just saying that um, she uh, she's felt uh, like God didn't that she didn't deserve God, and uh, but now she believes that God reaches out to her and she's received Christ. And made that decision to be his follower. So we're going to baptize Tay in Jesus' name. Hold your nose there, Tay. And one wrist or hand on your wrist. There you go. Father, uh, we thank you for Tay. We pray, Lord, that you will bless her. And now, Lord, as we baptize her in the name of your Son, in the name of yourself, Father, in the name of the Holy Spirit, just let your mighty power and blessing rest upon her. Amen. Praise God. 
Oh, sure. Sure thing. Do you have anything you want to share just before? It's okay if you don't, but you can. Okay, so this is a recommitment, reconnection to the Lord Jesus Christ. Correct. All right. I was baptized and it was horrible. Okay. And um, I feel like I need a new beginning. All right. That's what the Lord's all about, new beginnings. So come on in. What's your name? Anna. Anna. Just have a seat, Anna, right there. And Anna, oh, you want to take your glasses off, Anna? Here we go. <laughs> all right, here you go. Uh, Anna shared with me, don't know if you could all hear that, that uh, she's been a follower of Christ, but uh, this is, she, she desires to recommit her life to Christ here today. So we're going to pray with you right now, and, and uh, we're going to baptize you, Anna. I want to hold your nose there with one hand. Father, we thank you for Anna and, Lord, the work you've done in her heart. Uh, and we pray, Lord, today as she recommits herself to you, that all the blessings of your death and resurrection will just flow into her life at a level she's never experienced before. And, Father, we give you praise for this. And so, Anna, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All right. Okay, all right. And what's your name? I'm Cece. Cece? Yes. All right, Cece. Have a seat. <laughs> All right. Cece, uh, you've trusted in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins and trusted him to be your savior? Yes. All right, Cece. Well, hold your nose, and we're going to baptize you. Uh, Father, we just pray now as we baptize Cece that you will reveal your presence to her in a new, powerful way. We thank you for her life, Lord, and, and the redemption of her life. So, Cece... Based upon your profession of faith in Jesus as your Savior, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hi. I'm doing well. Come on. Come on up. Come on in. You might want to take your glasses off, too. But come on in first. There you go. All right. And uh, what was your name? Barbara. Barbara. Mm -hmm. Okay, Barbara. Have a seat. Uh, Barbara, you have um, placed your faith in Jesus Christ as your Savior. Believe that he died on the cross for your sins? Yes. All right. Okay. Wonderful decision. Well, we're going to baptize you now. Okay? Hold your nose. Father, bless Barbara as we now baptize her in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
Praise God. There we go. All right. <laughs> Front so seats, you get wet. You do. We'll just take another moment or so. Just another moment or so. All right. Well, uh, someone's, oh, right here. Oh, come on up. Yeah, sure. Come on up. That's all right. That's okay. You guys sit back just a little bit. I just wanted to recommit my life to Christ. All right. Because it's been a long time where I felt very distant. Okay. All right. I felt very distant from Christ, and I felt very um, like I wandered from him a lot in the last two years, and I just want to make it a commitment to stay straight on with Christ. So. Praise God. What was your name? Andrea. Andrea. All right, Andrea. Well, we're going to celebrate today, Andrea, with this uh, decision to recommit your life to Christ and uh, follow him the rest of your days. So hold your nose and we'll baptize you uh, upon your confession of faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Uh, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay. All right. It's, it's a great thing. It's a good thing, isn't it? I can't think of any celebrations that'll be more exciting than this, than when we do, when we're in the Lord's presence someday. You know, I think that's, you know, that'll be the only celebration greater than this kind, I think. So, well, praise God. Thank God for his grace, for his love. Thank God for sending Jesus into the world to redeem our lives here and forever. I'm going to make my way back up. Worship teams following. Amen. Be sure to congratulate all of those who have been baptized today as you see them in the lobby in a few moments. I think you'll be able to tell some of them because they'll still be wet, (laughs) okay? So if you see anyone wet out there, just congratulate them, all right? Uh, But we really thank you all for uh, being here. Thank you for each one who's taken this step today and continue to grow in your faith and stay connected to Christ. Get into his word. Get with other Christians and grow. And uh, and he'll become more and more a reality in your life. We're going to worship the Lord uh, at this time while the worship team leads us in more celebration. We're going to worship the Lord in our giving. And we want to thank you, those who are part of the church family here, for your faithfulness in giving. It's really what sustains all the ministries that happen here at every level. So God bless you as you give this morning. And we'll be back in just a moment to bring conclusion to the service today.